At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting you ready for the day in sports betting, this is Point Spread Sunday on VSAN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Point Spread Sunday, week number four in the National Football League. Coming to you from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. I'm Femi Abebefe, riding along my man Mike Pritchard. Pritch, we have made it now to the fourth week in the NFL season. We got a lot on today's slate here. 13 games before the big game on Sunday Night Football, <laughs> but we have nine in the early slate uh, follow us along throughout the show today. Mm-hmm. Hit us up on Twitter, at Live at Femi Abebefe on Twitter, at M.I. Pritchard on Twitter, because we've got picks coming up in the second hour. We'll break all those down. I know you're more of a selective eater, as, yes. as we like to yes, call it. Yes, I am. I'm more of the circus-circus <laughs> buffet type of <laughs> right. better here. Big so plate. Uh, Big plate here. We have a combination of 10 NFL sides, because we got a lot of sides here on this fine Sunday, the first October Sunday in the NFL. How are you feeling, Prince? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. A great start to the season so far. Some surprising teams. Uh, cash and tickets. The opportunities are each and every week. I love that. I, I think we have several opportunities this week, too. Uh, I'm selective. I got two plays already in pocket. But after the show, Femi, I usually get down on some more plays. So let's get after it. Hey, let's get after it. Indeed, I love the sound of that. And we are 
going to start. Typically with the show, to peel the curtains back, we kind of ease into things, then we'll get to Pritchard's perspective, usually 15, 30 minutes into the show. But I want to start with Pritchard's perspective right okay. off of the top because one of the unique things about having you, Pritch, here at this network, and it's we're able to pick your brain because you were a former player. For those who don't know, the uninitiated, Pritch obviously <laughs> had a nice eight-year career in the NFL, played for three different teams. So you know what it's like just beyond playing in the NFL, but you know what these situational spots really mean. I know as betters, we kind of look at things like, oh, we all know coming off of the buy or look ahead spots or what it's like when you're a big favorite and all that stuff. But you've actually been in those situations. You know how much that factors into the lead up throughout the week and what happens on the field on Sundays or Mondays. So I wanted to ask you, especially about the big game that's happening in Foxborough today. Tom Brady, I don't know if you've heard or not, but he's making his return to New England. Didn't know that. <laughs> you didn't know that? No, well, that's why, I'm, that's why I'm here to help yeah, you out. Absolutely. You know, Thank to tee you. things up here. Tom Brady <laughs> and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers heading to Foxborough to take on the New England Patriots. The Bucks are seven-point favorites with a total of 49 and a half. And I wanted to ask you just kind of, because a lot's been made about it, about Brady making his return, mm -hmm. going up to see Foxborough, Gillette Stadium. What is that mentality like as a former player? Because you have played against some of your former teams. In fact, I actually have some stats for you. From 1996 was the first time you played against your former team. You were with the Seattle Seahawks. Do you know what your stats were that day? Against uh, Broncos? Denver Broncos? Yeah, week well, number two in 1996. Did I score a touchdown? You did not score okay, a touchdown. Okay, not that year. But my, my goal <laughs> my goal was when I was facing the Denver Broncos was to score a touchdown. Um, but uh, I think, you know, when you play in your former team like that, it depends on how you left, too. Yeah. Like, uh, I left as a free agent. I went up to Seattle. I, I knew... I was going to stay within a division at the time, the old AFC West. Uh, mm -hmm. So I, I knew that I was going to play them twice a year, and I was familiar with everybody over there. So I felt pretty confident uh, about the situation. But, you know, you think about the Broncos at that point, they were on their way to becoming a dynasty, a mini dynasty at yep. that point. Too. So, uh, I, you know, you want to beat them, but then you look at your team in Seattle at the time we were coming up, but we weren't there. We weren't where the Broncos were uh, in terms of playoffs and in Super Bowl appearances that way. So, uh, yeah, you have those extra feelings, though, Femi, because, one, again, again, it depends on how you left. Like, I know a lot of guys, if they left on good terms, whether their contract ended, uh, whether they got traded, or for whatever reason, then everything was going to be okay. There wasn't really a big deal out of that. But if you left on bad terms, absolutely, that was uh, something that you could not wait for, that opportunity to play against your old team. Yeah, that day, three catches, 26 yards, and a 30-20 to 20 loss mm -hmm. to the Denver Broncos in Seattle. But you had the unique opportunity to play against them twice. Twice, Because right. for the young kids who out there who don't know, the Seattle Seahawks used to be in the AFC, right. uh, in the AFC West out there. But for is, is there you know, mentioned the extra motivation mm -hmm. throughout the week. Bruce Arians earlier this week said that they had an excellent week of practice. It wasn't because of Brady. But I feel like even your teammates – have to understand how important this magnitude is. Now, obviously, it's not the same extent you going and facing the Denver Broncos is not the same as Tom Brady going right. to the uh, face the New England Patriots. But still, there's that still that desire. You're a competitor. You want to go and prove your former employer because in sports, it's unlike any other job. You know, we just move on. We don't face our former employers mm -hmm. as normal people. As athletes, you guys potentially face your former employers. So there's got to be not just from you, but also your teammates around you wanting to help you have the best game possible to kind of almost get even right. against your former team. Well, Femi, I think this is where Tom Brady's so different than, than any other player uh, that I played against or played with is that he's a walking culture. And so it's been two short years in Tampa. And yet you feel like Tom Brady's been there forever. 
Uh, and, but it's just a couple of years ago he was up in New England winning six, six Super Bowls. So I, I think from that in that regard, you have a lot of players, a lot of veteran players on this football team with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that do want to win this game for Tom Brady because it's infectious that way. Uh, he's that way. And, and uh, so if B.A. talked about how great a week of practice has gone for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I'd buy into that because uh, you know Tom Brady's going to be fired up. But one of the instances that I've had personally uh, was watching Deion Sanders go back to Atlanta. You know, we all saw yeah. the clips of him and Andre Risen fighting yep. on the field because it was amped up that way. You know, Dion thought that the Georgia Dome at the time was his house. Yeah, he said the house that I built. This was the house I built. <laughs> now, that Georgia Dome was built for speed, which included <laughs> Dion Sanders, of course. But, um, but it's that feeling, though. And, and certainly you want to go back and, and you want your teammates to help you beat that former team. Uh, the team that you go into the Hall of Fame with. Because I, I think at the end of the day, we know Tom Brady is going to go into the Hall of Fame as a New England Patriot. Yeah. Uh, and then so you're going back there. And so the other personal interaction I had with this on the other side of it was Mike Holmgren. I don't know if you remember this. In 99, uh, when Mike Holmgren got to Seattle, we went to Green Bay on Monday Night Football. Yep. And that was a big deal. That week of practice was amped up because Mike Holmgren going back to Green Bay, uh, and he wanted that game so bad he could taste it. Uh, and we could feel it as players because he was honest. It was a grind during the week of practice. I, we won that game, too. I think it was like 27 to 6 or 7 or something like that. Uh, so it was a great, um, great return to Green Bay Lambeau Field for Mike Holmgren. So now, obviously, you're removed from the arena. Mm-hmm. Now, as a better, when you're handicapping a game like Bucks patriots the line right now, Tampa Bay, a seven-point favorite total at 49 and a half. How much do you factor that into your handicap? Because you obviously don't want to over overdo it and say, oh, well, the Bucks, because of the motivation, they should be right. favored by 14 and a half. That's how I make it. Like, you don't want to overdo it, but you at least have the unique perspective to understand what that feeling is like. How much did it factor into your handicap this week? And what can betters kind of take away from when seeing that line, knowing that this is probably not going to be a normal Tampa Bay effort. It's probably going to be a playoff type effort for them because they want to get this thing done right. for their quarterback. Well, so we won that game 27-7. I just looked it up real quick. And on that, on our way, on our journey in 99 with Mike Holmgren, we made the playoffs. We won a division. So did we know we were a playoff team at the time? We didn't. We know we knew that we had one of the better coaches in the National Football League, and, and we were buying into Mike Holmgren and that coaching staff. So uh, that momentum sustained itself uh, for us to make the playoffs. Now, I think the situation for Tampa Bay – going up to New England is like the Denver Broncos playing the old Seattle Seahawks when mm. we weren't really established, and yet you have this mini dynasty going on. Uh, so I, I think this is Tampa Bay coming off a loss, having a great week of practice, uh, and Tom Brady telling everybody, yeah, this game's important to me, but the season's more important to me. Getting back to the Super Bowl is more important to me, so we have to get better. I mean, I, I think that's the tact that Tampa Bay is going to use, and you look at that roster from a capping standpoint – it's a better roster than New yeah. England right now. New England's trying to figure it out with a rookie quarterback. And, and, and I know Tom Brady, he's that type of player that uses that as motivation to not only facing his former team and former coach, but he's not going to lose to a rookie quarterback. So uh, can they cover? There's going to be a lot of emotions in this one. That, that's where it gets difficult for me, uh, whether or not uh, Bucks can cover. Yeah, and we'll continue to dive into this game all throughout Point Spread Sunday. Obviously, it's the big game of the day. It's going to be the most bet game of the year thus far, this Buccaneers and Patriots game. So we'll make sure to treat it as such. But the team that the Buccaneers lost to last mm-hmm. week, the Los Angeles Rams, what a statement that was beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 34-24. to And I'm not even sure if it really was that close right. from watching on the field there. 
Now the Rams are sitting at four-point favorites at home against a pretty pesky Arizona Cardinals team that is and 3-0 entering this game. It's the only matchup of the day of two teams that are undefeated, the total mm-hmm. sitting at 54 and a half. Just from the other side now, the Rams almost, it's like they had the emotional victory against the Super Bowl champions. Now they have to try to kind of get it back up, rev back up here against a division team that has struggled against them and would love nothing more than to knock them off and really plant their flag as an NFC contender. Yeah, you know, I think the Rams have enough players on their roster still uh, that in leadership positions that are, I won't say fresh, but a reminder of the fact that they were in the Super Bowl not too long ago, and they lost it. Uh, and things haven't gone right, another quarterback, and they feel empowered with this quarterback, Matthew Stafford. They feel like they're a better team now. So can they get refocused for this game? That's a big deal. Uh, and coming off of that victory over Tampa Bay, you would think, okay, yeah, they're sky high. Uh, but yet this is a divisional game, uh, and it's against a team that you've owned. I think they've won the last eight matchups. Yeah, and a lot Sean of these, McVay has never lost to the Cardinals. Right, and a lot of these players are here, are still there with the Rams. So I think the focus can be there for the Rams, but you got a different Cardinals team, though. This Cardinals team is different than in years past. Yeah, Kyler Murray right now, the betting favorite to win MVP at DraftKings. The Rams are 2-1 ATS, Cardinals 2-1 ATS as mm-hmm. well. So both teams sort of outperforming expectations thus far here in the 2021 season. But important to note with this game, Cardinals a little banged up right. on that offensive line. Justin Pugh, he got back to practice on Friday, but he was DNP Wednesday and Thursday with a back issue. Uh, also, offensive tackle Kelvin Beecham, DNP all week long with a rib injury. So you're going to want to have those guys on the field when you're going up against a defensive line with Aaron Donald and company out there with the Los Angeles Rams. So an interesting game right. in the NFC West. There's another very interesting game in the NFC West. We'll get to that one later on in the show between the Seattle Seahawks and the San Francisco 49ers. Folks, we are just rolling along here. Point spread Sunday, week number four in the National Football League. On the other side, we go deep dive. Bucks, Patriots, the game of the century is what some people are calling it. It'll be an interesting one out there in Foxborough nonetheless here. Stay with us here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast. And this time, 
with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Point Spread Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. VSEN is now available 24-7 on the YouTube TV Sports Plus package. Sign up today at tv.youtube.com to start your free trial. And remember... You can also watch us 24-7 on Fubo TV, Sling, and Xfinity X1. Visit vsin.com. Find all the ways to watch and listen to vsin. It is Point Spread Sunday here from the vsin studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino. Femi Abebefe, Mike Pritchard, rolling along here in this NFL week number four. First Sunday in October. Fall is in the air, which means football is off and running, and as are we. Going deep dive, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, New England Patriots, the Bucs a seven-point favorite with a total at 49 and a half. And we talked about the angles from the player's perspective, but now let's kind of break this thing down. Brady versus Belichick. And we know whenever Belichick plays a high-powered offense like he's doing tonight, right. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 3-0 and to the over in their first three games. I mean, they had the streak that was finally snapped last week, but they went on a nine-game run of scoring at least 30 points. So Belichick knows that he is up against a juggernaut, at mm-hmm. least offensively, versus on the New England side, all three of their games have gone under the total. So we know what kind of game that the Patriots want to play, slow it down, fewer possessions. How do you kind of weigh that? I mean, just not only Belichick obviously has the chip on his shoulder for this game. He, he wants to be able to win this game and say, Hey, it wasn't just Brady that I know what I'm doing as well uh, as a part of this dynasty. But how do you factor that motivation in from Belichick's perspective and how that might play out with this total sitting at 49 and a half as the consensus number? Well, Belichick has been in the league a long time and certainly he had history with the league prior to Tom Brady. A lot of people understand who Belichick is as a head coach, certainly with Tom Brady, but prior to Tom Brady had success as a head coach, but more importantly had success 
as a defensive coordinator on some pretty prominent staffs too, if you think about it. But I look at this game kind of like Belichick before he became a head coach as a defensive coordinator. You know, he's got an offense right now that doesn't score a lot of points. They're scoring about, what, about 18 points a game right now, yeah. uh, averaging on the season. So Belichick, you're right, Femi, he's going to have to slow this game down, take the ball away from Tom Brady. And how does he do that? Well, he invites the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to run the football. I mean, there was a game plan, and everybody knows about it, with the Super Bowl against the uh, Buffalo Bills. Yep. Giants K- Bills. K-Gun. Okay, we're going to let them run the football, but yet we're going to keep the score down by neutralizing and having speed on the field on the outside uh, against the pass. So that's one way you can neutralize Tom Brady because you can't get into a shootout with Tom Brady. You're not going to win that. Belichick knows that. So uh, they run the ball okay. Uh, They give up a lot of yards on the ground already through three games. But if you want to keep the score down and have a chance at winning this one because you have a rookie quarterback on your side, uh, that's the way to do it in my opinion. I think that's an excellent point here because right now I'm looking at DraftKings, the splits for the total, 64% of the bets and 76% of the handle is on over 49 and a half. But mm-hmm. when you mentioned that they're going to try to hang back and make the Buccaneers have to chunk their way down the field, a team that is highly penalized. So sure. almost a Belichick, you're almost hoping that, all right, let's make this 12, 13, 14 play drive. Right. Maybe they get a penalty, get them behind the sticks. That's how we can get off the field. But when you talk about letting them run the ball, that means – Leonard Fournette props, Ronald Jones props, mm. these guys, or maybe prop unders for a guy like a Mike Evans or an Antonio Brown, or even Tom Brady's passing yards right. for that matter. That's kind of what I f- hear, at least when I'm hearing you explain just what his defensive strategy might be later on tonight. To me, that should be the strategy now. Can they execute that strategy? That's the thing, right? Yeah. Everybody has a plan. Everybody has until... a plan <laughs> until you're on the sideline looking at tablets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so when we start seeing that happening, the plan's not working, of course. But, uh, yeah, you, you cannot get into a situation where Tom Brady's going to drop back 35 times, 30 times and be comfortable, uh, you know. And, and so you pick your spots, but certainly – you might invite them to run the football with personnel and who you have on the field. Uh, now, Tom Brady, he's smart enough, and he's been in this offense, and maybe he's anticipating that too, and they might have a package for that. So that's the other side of it. Tom Brady and his ability to adapt and adjust with Leftwich and B.A. Uh, is off the charts. And so, again, that's why it makes it hard to handicap this game in the favor of New England because everything New England needs to do can they do it? But it sounds like, and it feels like Tampa Bay might have an answer for it. Yeah. I mean, the adjustments from Brady Leftwich, and Arians is kind of what sparked that Super Bowl run right. after the bye week when they lost to the Kansas city chiefs at home. Then they did not lose another game until last week is mm-hmm. what we saw against the Los Angeles Rams there. But what do you make of Belichick? I mean, he started this week off the opening presser says, What's going on? Got any stories this week? And it's almost like a kind of joking, comedic side of Mm -hmm. Belichick that we typically don't see. Um, I'm curious to think what you think his mindset is entering this game later on tonight. Belichick out of his element right there. Normally, Belichick is stoic and not giving you information. Sure, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Short answers. But I think he knows that he understands this moment. Like, the tributes galore around the the clock, uh, you know, certainly about Tom Brady, all the media. So let's lighten it up. Oh, we know it's going to be a distraction. We know what's going to happen during a game, too. Uh, but it, he's out of his element, you know. And, and I think, are the, are the Patriots, do they know they or do they believe that they can beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers? No. But do they feel like they might have a chance with the game plan and executing a certain way? Perhaps. But uh, to me, Belichick out of his element right there was revealing. 
Yeah, and I think it's the point that you brought up in the last segment about how when you were on the Seahawks and you guys went to Lambeau Field, mm-hmm. how you wanted to oh. win that game for Mike Holmgren. Right. That's almost a side that I think that hasn't really been covered in this. I mean, everyone's talking about Brady going back there, but those Patriots guys, there's still a handful of them that played with Tom Brady, mm-hmm. and I'm sure they want, for even for Belichick and for themselves, to not get embarrassed because this game's on national television. <laughs> it's, everyone's going to be watching it. It's going to be 30-plus million viewers. So they don't want to get embarrassed and get blown out and have Tom spiking the ball, yelling, let's go, all in the end zone and all that stuff. The week of practice for the Patriots had to be sharp sure. as well on their side of things. Well, I think so. They're up against it, too, with their schedule and, and the start that they've had to the season so far, too, Femi, in yeah, terms of two. their record. So uh, you had both teams in a uh, similar situation and losses. And uh, Tom Brady, uh, his effect, he does not want to lose two games in a row. I, I can guarantee yeah. you that. So that's more important. And for a better team, better roster, I would lean that way. Again, looking at the number uh, can Belichick uh, in his underdog situation be able to come close to seven points? I don't know. Uh, and that's what we're discussing here. But it feels like, and I had that lean towards Tampa Bay being able to cover in this game, though. Yeah, Tampa Bay also might be an excellent teaser leg. Now it's not right. through seven and three since it's sitting at seven right now. But we even see at some places it's six and a half. So mm-hmm. clearly there's some people who like sure. Belichick getting a touchdown at home. But interesting that we've been talking about Tom Brady, his prop at DraftKings. 301 half, 301 and a half yards okay. with the minus 115 each way over or under the touchdown prop two and a half right now juice to the under that under is minus 150 mm-hmm. so uh, the yards prop I almost kind of think that I would go under that one because I think this Tampa Bay team is going to be ahead Belichick's going to try to take the ball out of Brady's hands thus they're going to run the ball more often in that second half as they try to milk the clock and get out of there with the victory. sure sure and then Gronk's not going to be available he's yes, not important he's out. to know and, yeah right with the rib injury right and, and I think uh as better as watching Tom Brady get it together with BA and left which last year uh, a big component of that was Gronk you know involving him and uh, I think Mike Evans is a great receiver but he's limited you know Godwin's limited too and what he can do now they got some speed back with Antonio Brown uh, Miller, they can get to things like that, but uh, back out of the backfield, uh, Giovanni Bernard and people like that. But it's different when you don't have that blanket like he's had for a lot of years. Another Hall of Famer, in my opinion, and that's Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, the Bucks also have ruled out Jason Pierre-Paul. He's not mm-hmm. making a return. Right. Didn't play for the Patriots, but a key pass rusher for them. He missed last week's game against the Los Angeles Rams out once again. So it'll be Joe Tryon, the first-round pick out of Washington will be starting in his place. But we'll continue to touch on this game. Bucks, Patriots, it's the most bet game of the day. Everyone's going to have something on it, whether it be side total or prop. Mm -hmm. So we'll try to cover it from all angles throughout this show here on Point Spread Sunday. But another interesting game. This is an early window one, but it's one that's kind of been overlooked, but it's just kind of crazy to say when you factor in the Dallas Cowboys. (laughs) It's America's team. Spoke with Chris Andrews on My Guys in the Desert on Friday. He said, I never have to beg for Cowboy money. Right now, the Cowboys are favored by four against the Carolina Panthers. Sorry, the unbeaten Carolina Panthers with a total at 51 and a half. Both these teams 3-0 and against the spread, so they both have outperformed what we thought of them entering this season. What do you think of both these teams in general and also just from this side and total perspective with Dallas laying over a field goal at right. home in a tricky spot on a short week after Carolina had extended rest playing last Thursday? It could be a tricky spot. Like you said, rest versus no rest, short week for Dallas. Now, the, the challenge for Dallas as a player is getting back up for this game after a Monday night game. Uh, and so you're getting back to normal. You're going against Carolina on a short week. So your effort's got to be there. You cannot... Uh, buy into the fact that your body feels a certain way. 
you got to get up for this one. And Carolina, I've heard a lot of people talking about the fact that Carolina hasn't played anybody. <laughs> but who's Carolina? I mean, you think about it. Carolina is not some team like Tampa Bay who hasn't mm-hmm. played anybody. Carolina's a, a team that's trying to get it right. And so far, they've gotten it right. So I don't, I don't know if that's going to factor into my handicap on, on the other side of Carolina, who have they played? I think they're going to meet this challenge against the Dallas Cowboys here. It's one of the more fascinating X's and O's matchups from Cowboys offense versus Panthers defense. I think that is going to be really fun to watch and how that one unfolds out at Jerry World, 10 o'clock kickoff on the West Coast, 1 p.m. over on the East Coast. But when we return, we've got four games that are coin toss games under a field goal when it comes to the spread. We'll talk about them. Like it, love it, or leave it here on Point Spread Sunday. It is VSN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Point Spread Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line, over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way. VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VSIN.com. It is Point Spread Sunday here from the VSIN studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino. Femi Abebefe alongside Mike Pritchard here as we continue to break down this week four NFL betting card. And it's a fun game that we like to play. We like to play games here. We like to bet on games, of course, but we also like to play games and kind of see where there could be value on today's betting menu. And a game I played yesterday with the mall shot, we called it love it or leave it. Mm-hmm. But then we realized quickly that the heart can only love so much. Right. So, so we wanted to make it expand <laughs> it and call love it, like it or leave it. Okay. So let's talk about the four games in today's NFL card with the spread under a field goal. We have four games here starting in Minneapolis between the Cleveland Browns and the Minnesota Vikings. Right now, Cleveland is a one point road favorite with the total at Coming in, it's a high total here for this game, 51 and a half. Mm-hmm. Do you love it, like it, or leave it with this game between the Browns and the Vikings? Well, I love the game. A great matchup <laughs> right matchup. there. But from a betting <laughs> perspective, let's get into it. Because you said something very interesting to me about the Patriots and the Buccaneers. So I'm looking for a teaser partner for the Buccaneers because I think mm-hmm. a teasing situation uh, is appropriate for that game. So uh, here is where I love, I would love a teasing opportunity with the Vikings. Uh, at home giving points or getting points because of the fact that the Browns, and I understand what the Browns are doing, and a lot of people have the bias of what they did against the Bears, uh, but this Vikings team with this record offensively, they got it together. Kirk Cousins, a highly efficient passer right now, uh, 74% uh, completion percentage, and he's got weapons all over the field. Now, defensively, the Vikings, they haven't played their brand of football yet. I think there's a lot of new parts still that they're trying to figure out, new players. Uh, but once they get it going, you get an offense averaging 29 points a game. You got a defense allowing 26 points a game. Uh, but this offense, Kirk Cousins, I didn't think I was ever going to say this, is playing <laughs> really, really good football right now. So at home as a dog, uh, I would love to see them get some points in a teaser situation. Yeah, I teased the Vikings last week. Uh, it was one of my teaser Ravens, which miraculously hit mm-hmm. with the Justin Tucker 66-yard field goal. But right. the Ravens Vikings last week, as the Vikings getting over a touchdown against the Seahawks, didn't even need to tease them. They won the game outright handily over the Seahawks, 30 to 17. The next game we have Washington Football Team against the Atlanta Falcons. 
the football team a one-and-a-half-point favorite on the road against the Falcons team that is coming off its first win of the season, winning outright as a three-point dog against the New York Giants. That total is 47-and-a-half. Love it, like it, leave it here between the football team and the Falcons. I'm going to leave this one alone. <laughs> because No love game, for your former team, well, the Falcons. <laughs> no, no, not because uh, they're my former team. I love my former team, but uh, I don't like the situation that they're in. They have an older quarterback uh, that's on a team full of young players and they're trying to rebuild it. A head coach uh, is trying to find his way as a head coach slash play caller. Hasn't really established himself that way. And then you have the football team who have, they've been hyped up in the offseason big time. Oh, yeah. Chase Young doesn't even have a sack. Uh, so <laughs> you have a bunch of first-rounders up there with the Washington football team that's not living up to expectations. I think there's pressure there. Uh, so anything and everything can happen in this game, and that's why I'm going to leave it alone. Heineke at quarterback, they're trying to get him to be more of a game manager than gunslinger, mm -hmm. but I don't know if he knows how to do that. Uh, so maybe a lot of mistakes still within his play. Uh, you would think Washington would be able to run the football, but you got Atlanta at home uh, maybe looking to stop the run if they can and force Heineke to throw it. I don't, I don't like anything about this game, so I'm going to yeah. leave it alone. This game has been a stay away from me all week long. I don't really know what to make of it. I think the line is kind of right okay. uh, with the Washington football team being a slight road favorite. This sure. one, the total has been hit a little bit. It opened 49 now down to 47 and a half, but we've seen this side. I mean, early in the week, I think the Falcons were favored at one mm -hmm. point. Now it's settled in with the Washington football team favored. Uh, it was one earlier. Now it's one and a half. We'll see if Circa's at two actually. So we'll wow. see if that continues to climb up as we approach kickoff here in a four and a half hours or so. The next game on our slate of love it, like it, leave it the Indianapolis Colts. How banged up are the Colts? <laughs> Every week we're talking about a Colts injury. Now this one, Quentin Nelson, their guard, placed on IR with a high ankle sprain. So he'll miss this game and two more games at least on that offensive line. Also missing Braden Smith, their offensive tackle. So it's a banged up Colts offensive line as a two and a half point underdog against the Miami Dolphins at the total of 42. This one has come down from the number of 45 and a half at open and is now 42 and even 41 and a half over at DraftKings. So not many points expected in this game, but do you love it, like it, or leave it in South Beach between the Colts and the Dolphins? I kind of like it. I kind of okay. like it. And, you know, here's, here's where organizations kind of mess up, Femi, and, and you kind of know it when as better as when you look at it. Uh, they're going to put Quentin Nelson on IR now yeah. as opposed to letting this man completely heal. Because he was battling injuries anyway. He's coming off a of foot surgery. Yep. Uh, so, so foot injury in right, camp. And injury. And so, uh, and now he's uh, on the shelf again. So I don't know if the Colts understand what they're doing at this point. They got a new quarterback, hasn't really had a lot of reps with this team either with Carson Wentz. Uh, he's familiar with the system, but that's one thing to be familiar, but then to be able to execute. Uh, and then the Dolphins up against it too. I, I kind of like the Dolphins in this one. Uh, I didn't like that fact that the number went up. Uh, is it two and a half now? Two and a half now. Two and a half now. I did not like that, but I kind of like it still uh, with the situation with the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm looking at my notes here. Quiddy Pay, their rookie pass rusher, he has been ruled out with a hamstring. Right. Rocky Asin, one of the top five names in the NFL, cornerback, has been ruled out with an ankle injury. Mm -hmm. Jack Doyle, their tight end, listed as questionable. Sure. He was DNP, DMP, was limited Friday, so we'll see if he can give it a go. So the Colts, once again, banged up, not to mention Carson Wentz, Still dealing with the two ankle injuries that he has, but the Dolphins are missing their center, Michael Dieter, mm -hmm. who injured his foot in practice, and he's now also been placed on IR. So Dolphins now without their center, but still, I, 
I really like this Miami <laughs> Dolphins team. You do? Uh, that's a tease for my buffet that will be <laughs> revealed later on in the second hour as our picks will all be unveiled here. But I, I'm, I'm with you with this Dolphins team. Anything under a field goal, right. I like this Dolphins team at home against a pretty banged up Colts roster. And the final love it, like it or leave it. Out in the Rocky Mountains, another one of your old mm-hmm. stomping grounds <laughs> here between the Baltimore Ravens and the Denver Broncos. This one, I'm curious to get your thoughts on this one because I've heard smart people on both sides right. of the coin. Right now, the game is Baltimore favored by one, a total of 44. But I'm seeing here at the South Point, at Westgate, and at Circa, lined as a pick So love it, like it, or leave it between the Ravens and the undefeated Denver Broncos. I like this one. Uh, th- this is one of my leans. I- I'm leaning towards the Ravens in this one. Uh, yeah. Now, the- there's a pick em situation, so here you go. Uh, but the Broncos have some injuries up front, offensive line, it- although the offensive line has proven themselves this year, uh, establishing a run. Now, now, Teddy Bridgewater, the guy has played solid football, but he's been comfortable. He's holding the ball a long time in the pocket, letting things develop. Now, I don't know if the Broncos – uh, without Jerry Judy, they, if they have the weapons outside necessary, uh, Hamler's banged up yeah, too. Yeah, I was about to mention, KJ uh, Hamler is yeah. out for the season. He's now. out for the season. So do they have, I mean, Tim Patrick is, is one of those receivers that's underrated, but can they allow Teddy uh, to execute big plays? Can they establish big plays? So I don't know if the running game is going to be there with the offensive line in the situation that they have. Uh, and then you certainly look at the Baltimore Ravens with that defensive front uh, pretty stout there. Now the secondary improves, I believe, for the, the Ravens as well as getting two players, Bateman uh, and Miles Boykin, uh, out there for the Ravens in that offense. So you got a, a team like this averaging 27 points a game that can run the ball on anybody and is going to get some help with some explosive players on the outside for Lamar Jackson. That's a lot. Now the Broncos, uh, from a defensive standpoint, can they stop the run? I don't know if they can. Like I said, the Ravens can run yeah. the ball against anybody. Uh, so this one gets interesting. I'm leaning towards the Ravens here, though. We're really going to find out two teams on this NFL Sunday. The Carolina Panthers mm-hmm. in Dallas take on the Cowboys and the Denver Broncos at home. Because the Broncos, we mentioned everyone saying, who have they played? Right. I mean, they beat the Jags. They beat the Jets. Week one, they beat the New York Giants. Those teams are all 0-3. The Jags now 0-4. Mm-hmm. So it's, it hasn't been a murderer's row for this Denver team. So we're really going to learn just how good they are today when they take on a pretty good Baltimore team. At least that's what we think. And that's how the betting market has reflected it in the odds in the futures market and yeah. where they kind of stack up. But Baltimore thing. almost lost to Detroit. In fact, they should have lost to Detroit. But yeah. the thing about this notion, <laughs> I, I, love, I love this from a betting perspective, Femi, because mm-hmm. as a player, it, it kind of drives me up the wall. But as a better, it gets interesting because who have they played? Look, there's no cupcakes in the National Football League. These are professional athletes across from you. Uh, and then on top of that, the Denver Broncos, they've had losing season after losing season. I mean, who are the Denver Broncos? They're playing the teams in front of them, but it's not like I think people had the opinion that these are gimmies for the Denver Broncos. I mean, they had a quarterback situation that they had to solve, and so they've solved it, but yet I don't think they've established themselves as a premier team yet. And so I'll lean that way and inside to the Ravens. It's so interesting here because like everyone says they haven't played anybody. Well, they've also beat them pretty good. <laughs> right. like, there are three double-digit victories for this Denver Broncos team. So even if they have had cupcakes, they've gobbled them up pretty quickly mm-hmm. and have wasted no time in securing those wins here. Important to note there for the Ravens, Ronnie Stanley, of course, out. Derek Wolf out. Lamar Jackson, questionable. He's expected to play mm-hmm. dealing with the back issue. But keep an eye on safety Deshaun Elliott, DNP all week with a quad injury. We'll see if he's able to go in that game. But don't you go anywhere. 
Point Spread Sunday rolls on. We look at the futures market as we approach the quarter pole here in week number four of the National Football League. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Point Spread Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network.
Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VEASAN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money, and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VEASAN.com data and analysis. You get everything VEASAN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Point Spread Sunday rolling along here from the South Point. Hotel and Casino, Femi Abebefe, Mike Pritchard, week number four in the NFL. And one of the cool things about this week is that the best division in football, in my opinion at least, is the NFC West. And we see these four teams playing against each other. The Seattle Seahawks visiting the San Francisco 49ers, the Arizona Cardinals taking on the Los Angeles Rams. So we figured, now they're playing each other, let's take a look at the odds board, the futures market, because we always look at these markets before the season starts, right. but sometimes as betters, we forget to go back and say, hey, maybe there's a little bit of value based on what the schedule sets up for these teams going forward over the next few weeks. So let's look at the NFC West. The Rams are the favorite in this division at plus 110, and we understand why they win the division. Uh, they didn't win the division, but they won against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, have the best win in the NFL, but the 49ers are right below them at plus 275. The Cardinals plus 350. Wow. Surprising to see the Seattle Seahawks, the NFC West division champion Seattle <laughs> Seahawks as of right now, 6-1 to one to win the division. What stands out to you when you look at those odds there? Well, first? I had the Rams uh, full disclosure in our pro football betting guide. I had the Rams winning that division, so I like that situation. They're at plus 110 right now. Uh, the 49ers plus 275. Um, a, a little transition going on right there. We know that Garoppolo is going to be out of there at some point. I wonder mm-hmm. when that's going to take over, uh, you know, if they're not playing well. Uh, when is that going to happen with that situation? But the Cardinals are uh, in a great situation, if you ask me. If you like the Cardinals, plus 350, uh, see what they do against the Rams. I like that matchup like you mentioned. Uh, so this is a situation where Kyler Murray is emerging as an MVP type of player. They have a roster of veteran players around him offensively and defensively. And it seems like Kingsbury is okay. I mean, he's some questionable coaching decisions still, but yeah. a chance. I mean, against the Rams today, though. Uh, and so if you like the Cardinals in their situation, plus 350 is not too bad right now. I mean, it's questionable with Kingsbury. I mean, how about that field goal attempt at the end of <laughs> right. the first half? Right. I mean, it almost cost them the game. Now, granted, they were able to somehow win and cover mm-hmm. in that game, thanks to a Trevor Lawrence pick six, but not the best from a game management no. perspective no. as a head coach. The point I would make, honestly, is the Seattle Seahawks at 6-1. Okay. to one. Um, right now, they're two-and-a-half-point underdogs against the San Francisco 49ers. If you think the Seahawks are going to win that game, it's hard to believe that they're going to be 6-1 to to win the NFC West afterwards. Now, they'll only be 2-2, two and two, right. but they're possibly they're, at least their odds would at least go up maybe to 4-1 to one or so, depending on what happens mm-hmm. between the Cardinals and Rams. So, do, you think they'll get it to, do you think they'll get it together, though? I mean, there's some rumblings with players and coaches right yeah. now. Yeah, it's from a defensive standpoint. Yeah. It's not great. Okay. Uh, Ken Norton Jr. is out there as a defensive coordinator. Um, we'll see if they can kind of get this defense back on track. Um, if anything, you're really just betting on Russell Wilson. Right. That's right. what you're betting on, really. You're <laughs> betting on Russell Wilson to score quite a bit of points, and he's capable, one yes. of the five best quarterbacks in the league, probably one of the three best quarterbacks in the league. So uh, it's the Seahawks team. I'm, I'm not, I don't want to write them off just yet mm-hmm. and stuff, uh, yeah. at least from an odds perspective in the futures market. But the next division, that's a pretty competitive one, the AFC North. Mm-hmm. It was, seemed like all summer, all offseason long, it was which camp are you in? Are you in the Browns camp? Are you in the Ravens camp? So far, 
the the Browns camp, I'd say, is the one that's probably feeling the best as of right now. But on the odds board, it's actually the Ravens who are currently the favorite. Both teams, two and one straight up. Baltimore, a plus 110 favorite. Short, small favorite. It's almost mm-hmm. like co-favorite situation as the Browns are right behind them at plus 120. The Bengals at three and one who are actually in first place right. in the division right now. They are nine to one to win the division. And the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mike Tomlin has never gone below 500 in his NFL head coaching career, 12 to one to win the AFC North. Pritch, what say you about this division? Here? Well, Tomlin had some words that might become true when he talked to Chase Young. Is like, I hope we're not bad enough to, to draft a player like you. Well, <laughs> what is on, the best I NFL know. sound bites I think we've seen from the field ever? Save that one. <laughs> because right now, 12 to one with the Steelers and going the wrong way. I had the Browns uh, in our pro football betting guide. I had the Browns winning this division. They're plus 120. You know, the Ravens, They've been banged up going into the year, and so at what point are they going to get healthy, completely healthy? I mean, Lamar Jackson's banged up. I mean, is he going to be able to be healthy and stay healthy? Uh, So you you like that situation. The Browns, to me, though, they have it together. Uh, They're banged up a little bit with Jarvis Landry out, but then Odell Beckham Jr. comes back on the field. He's on the field. So (laughs) uh, the Browns, I didn't buy into them. I, I couldn't because of my history with the Browns as a player. Uh, But this organization looks like they're going in the right way. We'll see what happens today uh, with the Vikings. But uh, for them in this division, it's plus 120. I mean, if you like it, because they're not the favorite. But I I don't give the Bengals a chance uh, to really get it together the way that they need to. They're still a very young football team uh, that has some issues on the offensive line. Now, they're playing better than a lot of people expected them to play. Burrow in particular. uh, But uh, Jamar Chase as well. I mean, incredible players. But uh, they, they just seem like they're not. They're not there to contend uh, for this division yet. Yeah, I don't think I'd play anything in this division. For me, it would just be bet it game to game. Okay. I don't really see much value right. on that board between the Ravens, plus 110, Browns, plus 120. I don't think there's any point tying up the money when mm-hmm. you're not getting that big of a return. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just bet these games and just wait for the Ravens and Browns to play right. each other. And whichever side you like, bet that team money line or, or bet them against the spread if they end up being a big favorite in that one. But it's an interesting division here. The AFC West. I'm looking at the standings. Mm-hmm. The Las Vegas Raiders and Denver Broncos both tied mm-hmm. at the top at 3-0. and But when you look at the odds board, it's almost like it's flipped in reverse. Right. Because the Kansas City Chiefs, the last place Kansas City Chiefs, 1-2 and two right now, are odds-on favorites to win the AFC West at minus 125. Now, that's obviously a much cheaper price that you could have that you can get now than before the season. I believe they were like minus 350 mm-hmm. or some even places minus 400 to win the division, but you have the Chiefs at minus 125, the Broncos at plus 350, Chargers plus 475, the Raiders plus 550. Vegas is not back in its hometown team as you can get the Raiders with the longest odds to win the division in the week four mark here. So what stands out to you when you look at that odds board between the AFC West teams there on the futures? Market? I tell you the benefit of the doubt for the chiefs to me is alarming to be yeah. honest with you. I mean, uh, this is a football team. I thought qu- coming into the year that you would question their defense and their defense is letting them down big time right now. Offensively, they're making mistakes, uh, maybe overcompensating for the fact that their defense isn't very good. It's not Super Bowl caliber. Uh, and so if you're making mistakes offensively uh, and then you have a makeshift offensive line in terms of retooling it, and yet Patrick Mahomes is still getting pressured and throwing the ball up for grabs, I don't know when they fix that. They're adding pieces. They just added Josh Gordon. Yeah. So is that an indicator? He that might this, play today. He might play. And so is that an indicator that the Chiefs are intact? And so I think with this division, there's opportunity. Uh, the Broncos at plus 350. You look at the Chargers. 
plus 475. We'll see them on Monday night yep. uh, in, in, in terms of trying to judge where they are as a team with the new head coach. And then you have the Raiders, who has – they have a Super Bowl-winning head coach in John Gruden. A lot of people nix him uh, because of his record, track record so far back in the league. But at plus 550, this is a team that's made history out the gate with three wins over former teams or teams that had 10-plus wins the prior year. You have a quarterback that is making history, too, with his start uh, so far. So you have a combination of quarterback playing very well and head coach with the pedigree that knows what it looks like to win a Super Bowl. At plus 550, I don't know if you should gloss over that, to be honest with you. Yeah, after this game against the Chargers, they're home for Chicago. Have to go to Denver, tough spot. But then they have home Philly, bye week, then at the Giants. Raiders could have a, they could stack some wins here right. in this next stretch as we come. But, but the next division I want to get to, three teams below 500 in this mm-hmm. NFC North. <laughs> the Packers are the only team above 500. And when you look at that, Osborne, Green Bay, minus 400 yeah. to win this division. Vikings plus 375, Bears 14 to 1, Lions 50 to 1 to win the division. What? What, what stands out to you uh, when you look at this NFC North? Division? Not touching the Bears or the Lions, for sure. Now, the Vikings at, <laughs> plus, off right, Vikings at plus 375. Talked to some people up there uh, that felt like this team could win 10, 11 games. Now, they didn't start in the right way, but can they finish the right way? And then the Packers at minus four, 400. Uh, it, it's all about Aaron Rodgers with that situation in the Packers. I think defensively, uh, some question marks about Barry, the, the defensive coordinator. He's a new defensive coordinator. Uh, Smith, uh, Zadarius Smith, Yep, he's going to be out uh, because I think he had back surgery. Yeah, he's, he's on IR. So, you know, you're talking about when you start getting to the meat of the schedule and the weather changes too. Uh, here you got the Vikings in a nice, comfortable atmosphere with their stadium playing very well. A quarterback that's playing very well, playing good football right now. So plus 375, if you think there's value there, uh, maybe pounce on that a little bit. Yeah, I think that is, it has to be the Vikings with the current odds right, right now. Packers, I don't think you could ever lay minus 400, no. especially with you never know injuries happen. They already have bad injury, like you mentioned, Zedarius Smith. David Bakhtiari is mm-hmm. out. He's coming back from Pup, but there's, there's already been so much noise around that team. I don't think you can ever look them. And then yeah. not, nothing that Matt Nagy has done, said, or oh. has inspired any <laughs> confidence whatsoever right. in that Chicago Bears outfit. And I think the Detroit Lions are probably one of the two or three worst teams in the NFL. So got to be Vikings or nothing Yeah. when you look yeah. at the NFC North division here. But we will continue to roll along. Our number one, Pritch, already down here in Point Spread Sunday. But we got a whole other hour as we continue to break down this week four slate in the national football game couple teams in this league already on tilt. We try not to be, but we'll break them down at the top of the next hour. It is VCND Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.